What If You Knew podcast. Real life lessons from those who have already learned them. Produced by Coastal Alabama Community College Ambassadors. With support provided by the Baldwin County Community Alliance. Welcome back to the What If You Knew podcast. I'm Brody Hicks. And I'm Alexandra Shaw. What if you knew firsthand what alcohol could do to your body, to your loved ones, and even to strangers? What if you knew that marijuana we have access to today is not the same as marijuana our grandparents or even parents had access to? What if you knew about the research that THC is addictive? In today's episode of What If You Knew, we sit down with Alex Hansen and hear firsthand what they know about alcohol and drug misuse and abuse. Not only does alcohol misuse put the lives around you in danger, but it can also have grave effects to your own body. This can cause diseases in your internal organs and even lead to cancer. Alcohol misuse is defined as drinking in a manner, situation, amount, or frequency that could harm the, to users or those around them. For individuals younger than the legal drinking age of 21, or for pregnant females and any alcohol use constitutes as alcohol misuse. So as I've stated before, today we have Alex Hansen with us. Alex, can you just introduce yourself? Hi, I'm, uh, my name is Alex Hansen. I'm 26. I'm a local from Bay Manette. I'm a plumber and uh, I just started Coastal Alabama. Um, and they invited me here to share my experiences with uh, alcohol and THC. Thank you. We are so appreciative that you are with us here today. Um, so can you just give us some background about, you know, what you've experienced with alcohol and THC? Um, I, I mean, going through high school, I obviously experienced both of them. Um, and I, I, I'm strictly against alcohol. I don't, I don't drink. I maybe drink once a year. Um, but other than that, I stay away from any kind of alcohol. I feel like it's one of the worst substances that can negatively affect your body, like, um, without you knowing it. Um, I, th- I feel like a lot of the hard drugs that people know of, there's a lot of visible factors that, that, you know, and that let people know, um, and it's a lot more expensive and people, um, com- they associate that with, uh, the fact that it's like destructive. Alcohol isn't always super expensive, but it can still be super destructive. And I still think it kills more people than any of the other, uh, like class A narcotics. All right. How does the how does the use of these substances affect you or the lives of those around you? Um, I've lost uh, I've lost loved ones. I've got a, I've got a memorial on my arm from where my best friend died in uh, in a wreck uh, that involved the use of alcohol, and that it's one of the reasons why I abstain from it so so you know vehemently. And uh, I I don't really have a lot of negative effects that come from marijuana. I, I understand that it does. It can be potentially negative, um, but most of my negative effects are from negative experiences are from alcohol. So you mentioned that a loved one of yours, you know, died from alcohol use. Uh, if you're comfortable, would you mind like going into, I guess, detail? Yeah, I um, I, I had uh, a loved one that was. Um, you know, we did everything together. We joined the military together, went to high school together, um, it spent vacations together. And, uh, and we had, we, after we joined the military together, he came home from leave and, uh, ended up getting into a car accident 
and passing away. And um, it that was one of the worst feelings of, of my whole life. I've had other members that have had, you know, uh, accidents that involve drinking and driving, but never um, actual fatalities from it. But, uh, and I, I was, when I was a volunteer for a, a fire cadet for mobile firefighters, we did a lot of wrecks that involved drunk driving. We did a lot of exercises in high schools that involved drunk driving um, experiments. And, you know, they, it just, it just ruins, it ruins families. And unfortunately, because of the effects of alcohol, when you're driving, a lot of times the drunk person won't even end up getting hurt. It'll only be the families they wreck into. Um, so, you know, it's, it just takes a lot of lives, um, a lot of innocent lives. Yeah. With the accident story about losing a loved one, I've went through that too. My, one of my friends, my senior year of high school was killed in a accident related to drinking and driving. But a lot of these people don't realize the problem that they have, that they're addicted to these substances. How could how do you know if you were experiencing alcohol or marijuana use disorder? I, I think that, uh, what are the facts? Um, I, I think that, you know, if, um, if you can't go a day or, uh, you know, an, an extended period of time without, uh, without feeling the need to partake in something, uh, no matter what it is, I mean, you can be addicted to anything, um, not just a substance. Uh, but if, if you can't, control yourself for an extended period of time uh if that substance controls you or that thing controls you then it's in my opinion considered uh addiction and i don't think it's healthy to be addicted to anything except for you know maybe water <laughs> yes <laughs> very very good to be addicted to water and it's and it's good that you bring up addiction because the most commonly used addictive substance after tobacco and alcohol is marijuana. Um, it is one of the most commonly used illegal drug in the U.S. with approximately 22.2 million users each month. Um, the plant contains the mind-altering chemical THC and other similar compounds. It also contains non-psychoactive can cannabidiol or CBD. Um, and this really significantly significantly affects uh impacts on the brain so what advice do you have for someone experiencing alcohol or marijuana dependency my advice would be to um my advice would be would be to get help um my advice is that nothing nothing can't be done uh, out of uh, you know through hard work and determination um any addiction can be broken just like it got it, it was gotten into um but you really need to find help. You know, no one, almost no one does anything alone. You all, you need um, either a mentor or a guide or somebody that either has dealt with it or knows how to deal with it. Um, my grandmother was an addiction counselor um, and she helped people uh, get through addictions every day. And it, it's not, when you're addicted to something, um, you're not in your right mind. And a lot of the times you think everyone's against you. So you only take your own advice and it, it creates an echo chamber. And uh, anytime you're in an echo chamber, you're never going to, it's hard to get out of it. Um, you need somebody to bounce ideas off of, uh, somebody to correct you when you're, um, when, when you are going, like straying off the path. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, that you should lose your independence or be dependent on somebody else. But um, I think it's important to know yourself and know when you need help. 
so um I, I know I've talked a lot about addiction and I've um, talked a, a lot about the effects that it's had on me, but uh, I, I really want to know what you guys think about um, what some of the biggest factors are to you know, how, the, how the addiction starts and what can cause people to become addicted to various substances. I know from personal experience with my friends throughout high school, a lot of it started with it, they were just going to try it once just to look cool for a certain group of people. And then that turned into once a week and then once a day and it's ruined their lives as they know it. And their friends were cut off from them. They didn't have the same life they had before they got addicted. Yeah. You know, I believe that peer pressure is one of the biggest factors that happens when people become dependent on alcohol or whether marijuana, but, um, you know, also just life, you know, life gets tough and people go through things. And I believe that, you know, they think that's their only outlet. And like you mentioned, you know, people need to find resources and talk to people because, you know, when you have someone you can depend on and someone you can talk to, it kind of limits those uses of, you know, alcohol and marijuana. So um, I think I think life and, and peer pressure uh, are one of the, the biggest factors, especially for college students now. You know, you're going through so much, whether, you know, a big thing is probably athletes. You know, they're going through a lot in their life uh with you know school and extracurricular activities and you know students just as well so um it it definitely takes a toll and like you said you know they just take it one time and it all it all it takes is one time you know for people to become addicted or or to depend on alcohol or or marijuana i i uh, i really like what you said about the uh, about the whole college students thing um i i think that a lot of college students are this is their first time away from their parents you know in different states and different um in different communities and even like the different environments. Um, and I think they lose, I think a lot of college students lose the structure that their parents and their uh, children's house or childhood house uh, gave them. And when they come to, when they come to college like this, they look for parties and sororities and fraternities um, to fill that gap. And um, I think, Sometimes they, if they don't find that or they find the wrong people, uh, drugs and alcohol are what end up filling the gap. Um, and on the topic of uh, peer pressure, I really think that um, if on the opposite side, you know, I think the opposite type of peer pressure should be m more enforced. You know, if you see somebody that is struggling, you know, don't make a joke. Don't say like, hey, that's cool just because you want to look cool, you know you need to pull that person aside and as, as hard as it is you know their their life is worth more than a couple seconds of um embarrassment you know to ask them like hey are you okay like do you need help um what can i do or who can i find to help you know it, it only takes one question to help people sometimes and i know everyone's chasing a certain feeling uh, a lot of these substances, the first time you try it, you're going to feel like you're on top of the world. You're going to feel like nothing can go wrong. But at the second time you try it, it's not going to be as great. So you're going to do more. You're going to do more. And that just leads down the path of every time you try it, it's going to feel less good. It's going to be less rewarding. So you're going to end up taking more of this, more of this, and more of this. And one day it's just going to, it's going to spiral down. Yeah.
Yeah, I totally agree. Well, you know, I want to thank you, Alex, for coming on to the show and talking about things that are truly relevant today, especially for college students. And that's the purpose of this whole podcast is to really enlighten people on, you know, what's going on today and and prevent it. So um, we thank you. Uh, We really appreciate you for coming on the podcast. My name's Alex. And I'm Brody. And I'm Alex. (laughs) And this is the What If You Knew podcast. Here at Costa Alabama, we support healthy lifestyles. You can reach out to the National Helpline, 1-800-662-HELP, 1-800-662-4357. You can join mutual support groups, such as Alcohol Anonymous, www.aa.org, Secular AA, www.sosobriety.org, or Women's for Sobriety, www.womanforsobriety.org. There is also apps that you can download and use, such as DAC Track and I Am Sober.